Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Hope. It is fleeting. It is something that all fan bases need. It's something all franchises need. But once it's gone, you're in big trouble. And there are some teams that are just downright hopeless. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Ah, yes. The old saying, hope springs eternal, is a bunch of crap. Because that's not actually the case. Because hope exists, and then it disappears quickly. And in the game of football, it's easy to have hope die. And some teams, some programs, some franchises help kill hope faster than others. Ken Levick alive. Wednesday, ESPN 106.3, Pierre Garcon hanging out again until 1 o'clock. The legend, pride of John I. Leonard, Indianapolis Colts, Washington Redskins, and he came bearing gifts as well. Compression socks, speed aid compression. Pierre, I appreciate you uh, taking care of my marathon training needs. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. That's what we're here to provide help. That is awesome. Pierre Garcon taking care of me. And uh, Tina Costanza, she's here. You'll hear on the home team 3 o'clock later today, but she's hanging out as well. Ken Levick alive, coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach off the Intracoastal. We are in downtown West Palm Beach in the Phillips Point Towers. Uh, Pierre, would you would you be okay with having a little story time here? If I'm, I, I'm up for it. I, I'm going to weave you a football tale, okay? All and right. all of this started on Monday because... The New York Jets, who had the hot shot defensive coordinator, head coach, Robert Sala, you're my feeling guy. good. Your guy, guy, guy. Your guy from your San Francisco <laughs> days. Yes. Uh, he, he came in, and he's big, and he's buff, and yep. he's inspiring, mm-hmm. and he had the number two overall pick in Zach Wilson, the blonde bomber out of BYU. But unfortunately for him, things haven't been going particularly well in Jets world so far this season. Two and seven, Pierre. Two and seven. That's normal Jets football. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to say it. Show's done. Pierre wrapped it up. Uh, What what are your thoughts on Rex Ryan, Pierre? Oh, man. Rex Ryan is a great coach to play for. There's some times it can be Mm overanimated, but when he was playing or when he was coaching, I did understand the strategy of how him being animated took a lot of distraction off of Mark Sanchez because he rather did the distraction be on him instead of a rookie quarterback in New York City. Well, Rex Ryan has decided to uh, to <laughs> distract from the 2-7 and seven record but then put all of the focus on Robert Solid. This is from Monday. That's- this was on uh, Greeny mm-hmm. right before us here on Ken Levick Alive. This is what Rex Ryan had to say mm-hmm. about Robert Sala right now. (laughs) 
I can live with bad teams, all right? But there better be some fight. There better be a, a, a fighting spirit to your football team because you represent our entire community. Right. And when you go out, the greatest city in the world, and you're going to go out and compete like that? No, New York area, all right? That's about competitors, and yeah, you're showing sure. none of it. It's like you don't understand what you got into. You took the head coaching job of, of the New York Jets, all right? Not some other town. Not some other city. This is New York's team. You represent the city of New York. Act like it. Ooh, Pierre. Rex Ryan going at your guy, Robert Sala. How do you consume this, that? This happens every year. It's his normal football. But Rex Ryan had bad years in New York as well. New York has always had bad years to Jets. It's like you said. It's <laughs> normal Jets football. But, you know, it's his first head coaching job. He made a great pick in number two with um, Zach White. Um, Zach Wilson, Zach yeah. Wilson. I'm, I like that pick. Um, we didn't think they were going to set the world on fire with a new head coach and a new quarterback, just like the Arizona Cardinals didn't set the world on fire when they had a new head coach and a new quarterback. Like It, it, it takes time. Well, your boy Robert Sala heard what Rex Ryan said. <laughs> and Robert Sala was asked about it when he was on ESPN New York with Michael Kay. Michael Kay brought it up and and here's what here's what Robert Sala had to say. <laughs> Rex Ryan just excoriated you today. He said, "Why should people compare him to me? He's not me. He's had bad defenses. He's not showing emotion on the field. Uh he really tore into you like I've never heard a former coach tear into a present coach. Your thoughts on what Rex said?" Guys, I honestly, you know what? I've never met Rex. I've never had a conversation with Rex. I, I, I don't even know him except for people who know him throughout the league. So obviously, if it's that personal for him, he knows where to find me. Ooh. So. Were you surprised <laughs> that he said it? Ooh. Oh, I'm not surprised by him. He's he's always got something to say. Ooh, he knows where to find me. That's the truth. <laughs> Take the high road. This is getting <laughs> saucy. I kind of like it. Tina, when, when you hear someone say, you, he knows where to find me, what does that suggest? That's come and find me. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. If, if oh, you yes. really want it, yeah. if you want it, I'm here at the podium. You know, I'm in Jersey. You know where the office is at. It used to be yours. Yeah, yeah. I've got your office right now. Exactly. So come on it's, by. It's that simple. Uh, so now we have some Jets on Jets crime mm-hmm. involving a player. Yes. This turns into a three way deal now with mm-hmm. Jets on Jets on Jets crime because Keyshawn Johnson. Wants to weigh in as well. Oh. Keyshawn, who you hear every morning, 6 to 10 a.m., here with Max Kellerman and uh, Jay Will on ESPN 106.3. Keyshawn wasn't all that impressed with your guy, Robert Sala, responding to Rex Ryan. Let's hear what Keyshawn had to say. <laughs> you are the head coach of a professional football team. Semi-pro at this point. But oh, Max! <laughs> you have been put in a position of leadership to move things forward. In a positive light, Rex Ryan is not the only one that feels that way about you. There's thousands of New York Jet fans that feel a certain way about him. You cannot get caught up in negativity. Do you do you agree with that, Pierre? I don't think he got caught up in the negativity. I think he just said, you know, he knows where to find me and I'm going to coach my team. Like this is what happens in football. He, I don't think he responds to negativity. I think he's just like 
answered the problem, and then they we still have to win the next football game. Like so two and seven for the Jets, and now you have Rex Ryan, former Jets coach, going after current Jets coach Robert Sala. You've got former Jets legend Keyshawn Johnson going after current Jets head coach Robert Sala, mm-hmm. and then today, Kimberly Martin, Kimberly Martin was on with Greeny because we found out that the Jets are going to start Joe Flacco. Not Zach Wilson, not Mike White, but Joe Flacco (laughs) on Sunday against the Dolphins because Mike White had one bad game. Your boy Robert Salda says you're going to have to head to the bench. Zach Wilson, I don't know. He's coming off of injury. He's available, but I don't think we're going to play him. And, And Kimberly Martin was really, really bold about what she said about what this means for the Jets. It's going to be good. This was not a good situation for Zach Wilson to sort of be put in. You don't feel confident about the coaching staff, that that they have the plan to build around him. The GM, you have questions about whether he can fill out a roster with good, competent, competitive football players consistently built to win. So the Flacco thing, it's surprising because we were all in on Zach Wilson. Like, this is the guy. We We don't need any veteran backups. Like, we're good with the guys we have. Then Mike White, we really trust Mike White. Mike White is the most confident dude ever. Like, I'm going to win every time I go out. Now, he has an ugly game, and now we're dealing with Joe Flacco, which, yeah. is, which is a bridge to nowhere. Ooh, a bridge to nowhere, which in other words, Tina, means hopeless. The <laughs> Jets hopeless. are hopeless. But this has been their identity for the past five, six, seven years. This mm-hmm. is not nothing new. This is just a new target you know new conversation new sheriff in town that is not being a sheriff that's what they want well think about up here this is nine games in from robert sala and he's already getting not on a local scale because in new york you're gonna get ripped it's what happens this is happening nationally on national media platforms that robert sala after nine games is getting destroyed and now joe flacco is his quarterback anything in new york is national yeah, true. <laughs> Anything true. in New York is national. Now, it is rare, though, that you will have a former coach of an organization go after the current coach of an organization, and Rex knows he's still popular, and Rex is going to take his shots at Robert Sala. But we're not surprised because it's Rex, it's New York, it's Keyshawn Johnson, mm-hmm. it's New York Jets. You know, It's kind of embarrassing, to be honest. It's, it's their characteristic. Yep. <laughs> and, the, and the Jets' characteristic is hopeless. <laughs> and that is why me as a Dolphins guy, and I've seen Brian Flores completely mangle this quarterback situation between Tua and Jacoby Brissett, but the Dolphins are nothing compared to just how silly, ridiculous, and hopeless the Jets are. Because the Jets, while the Dolphins are incompetent, the Jets are a clown show. So, so I'm not happy with any of the quarterbacks on the roster of the Jets, but if there is a veteran that has experience, you know, that can get us out out of a a hole, I would go with Joe Flacco. He has experience. But Zach Wilson was your guy. That was the the young rookie. You know, it's actually probably better that he learns from the sideline instead of throwing him out. So you don't think it hurts his confidence? Not winning hurts your confidence. So your confidence is going to be hurt until there's W's. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to sit back to watch Joe Flacco or watch uh, the other guy Mike mess White. up yeah, so that you're like, all right, we're not going to mess up on that play coming up in the future. It all feels hopeless right now, though, because Zach, you, you, Zach Wilson just has to stay engaged in the game because it's, that's it's the a key. long-term play. This is not yeah. 
as soon as you know. But Jets fans don't want to hear long term, and you might be right, Pierre. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I, denying. I, think I played that. a little bit of yeah, football with a lot of different quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Washington, did Pierre ever play with a it's, lot of different it's quarterbacks? It's part of the game. Oh you know? man. Uh, but but it just seems so no light at the end of the tunnel. It almost seems like uh, like Looney Tune characters where the Roadrunner is painting the the fake tunnel on the brick wall and the, the coyote and, and the coyote's just running right into it. It's just running face first into brick. But but you know in year two. Uh, Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson, they have more confidence, they have more experience, and they will get get it together because those guys want to win. Or will they? Because it's the Jets. And the they Jets. have to. The, they, and then that's when we as an as fans and organizations have to make a decision like, hey, are these guys taking it serious or not? Because yeah. first year, you don't know what to expect. But they have a lot of potential. Second, third year, we should see some connection. They're like, all right, we're on the same page, and that's growth. Yeah, the, the the Jets fans though, like they've seen this play before, <laughs> and the first intermission sucks, the second intermission sucks, it, and then the end of the play sucks. It's it, 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 it takes some time. Yeah, it takes some time. the Jets to me feel like the most hopeless football situation. College <laughs> pro, the Jets are the most hopeless football situation. What team? What program actually is the most hopeless football situation? I say Jets. Pierre says. Give Robert Sala some time. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. What is the most hopeless football situation going right now? And the Jets going with Joe Flacco against division rival Miami on Sunday 1 p.m. as Jets fans in an uproar. And to me, like I get it. I, I don't know what the light at the end of the tunnel is for the Jets right now because in nine games, you've gone from the hope of Zach Wilson to, wait, is Zach Wilson being stunted? What's actually happening here? I'm not sure this is the right way to handle the quarterbacks. Uh, it, it is, it's trying times right now. And what doesn't help is the clown show of former coaches and former players going in on Robert Sala. When Robert Sala signed up to be the Jets head coach, I saw this coming. Did you really? <laughs> I wouldn't say it was these quarterbacks, but, you know, if you're not winning, they're coming after you. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, that just – it is part of New York. It is. But it's also easy to get buried in New York as well. Because think about we it. We know that. That's why the job opening was there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that, that's, a, that's a great point. But when you have Rex Ryan saying this isn't competitive, this isn't competitive football. When the previous coach was Adam Gase, like what is what's happening right now? Like how how has gotten to this and, point through nine games? And that's a locker room thing where the defense got to hey, we have to show effort. Offensive players have to get those extra yards. You know, you have to fight for yards so that we can build our confidence. We have to. We need something to step on so that we can keep building. So, do you think two and se- two and seven is the indictment of Salo or the indictment of the front office? Or everybody, everybody has a Jets logo on their shirt. <laughs> everybody, it's not one person. Obviously, one person takes the, speaks to the media and talk, take the most blame. But yeah. you know, players have to catch the ball, blockers have to block, receivers have to. You know, we all have a responsibility in this, and showing effort is the first way to get out of that hole. Let's go to Twitter at ESPN West Palm. What is football's most hopeless situation? And uh, time to hunt tweets the Lions. The Lions are the agree. most hopeless situation. <laughs> I, I agree. So we they're found, not even in New York City, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're just in Detroit. So you have found you have found the most hopeless football situation. You agree with Time to Hunt? It is the Lions and Ultraman Dan Campbell. 
this might be the second time they go 0 and 16. Uh, well, they can only they can't they have go 0 and 17. They have a tie. Yeah, you can't go winless <laughs> if you. Well, I guess you can't oh, go 0 and 17 tie. if you have a tie. They yeah. Tie. How do we look tie. at that? If they go 0 16 and <laughs> one, is that the same as going straight up 0 and 16, or is there a little? Uh, I feel okay about it's, that. Tie. I think it might be just just as bad because you know. <laughs> A tie is so random in the NFL. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> yeah. let me let me ask you this because this past weekend uh, we found out that yet another NFL player didn't know <laughs> that you could tie in the NFL. Yeah, and uh, we all know famously that Donovan McNabb played mm-hmm. in overtime in his career, not knowing that there was a uh, a tie. Yes, that was possible. I was a part of a one game that ended in a tie. Were you really? I was. Did yeah. you know that a tie existed? Well, yeah, after, you know, <laughs> the experiences of, you know, other Donovan players. McNabb, yeah. <laughs> Pierre's like, I better know uh, the you, damn you rules. Learn, you you yeah. learn the game as you as you watch it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is funny. Uh because I it was Najee Harris who did not know. He's a he's a I would say freshman. He's a rookie, you know. But still, I mean, come on. You've got to kind of know the rules of the game. But college football doesn't end in ties. True. That's very true. So, yeah. I mean, it's stupid that NFL games end in ties, right? Yeah. It's, it makes more calculation for them when they're doing their playoff yeah. <laughs> numbers and stuff Wait, like What that. game but was it? What game were you on the It tie? was um, Washington against Cincinnati in London. Okay. Okay. London. So we gave them a soccer So you score. went all <laughs> the way. <laughs> you London. went all the way to London to yeah, tie. Exactly. Did, was that the emptiest flight back that you've ever taken it, in your yeah, life? Or you don't know how to feel. <laughs> that right. is miserable. I guess it's like it's not a right. loss. So. It, it's not, but you're like, man, this we should have did better. And we what was the score? I, I can't remember. Oh, okay. It was twenty something. Oh, so at least there were some points. It wasn't like three three or six nah. six. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't good. a soccer score. Uh, here's Najee Harrison not knowing that a tie uh existed in the NFL. I didn't know you could even tie in the NFL. Uh, I was in my mind. I was sitting on the bench, ready, saying to myself, "I got a, another quarter to go." But um, I guess somebody came to me and said, "That's it." And uh, I ain't never had to tie in my life before. Yeah, it's because ties are stupid. Yeah. Have ties you? Did dumb. you watch the ending of that game? Uh, I did watch the ending. They of did that not want to win no. the game. No, neither side. No, they wanted to go for the tie. <laughs> yeah, they was giving the Mike ball Tomlin back to each other. Mike was like, "Mason Rudolph is killing me. <laughs> let's just let's just pack it in, okay?" And Dan Campbell. Uh, he's just he doesn't know at this point he's out of he's out of answers he has no he has no idea would you want to play for dan campbell who's yes, talking about yes. like fighting yeah. kneecaps and going insane he's a football player he's a you know he's a former tight end so he's a part of the run game the pass game so he knows so he's a tough player like he shows yeah. effort in you know whatever but like, were you the type of player that like, you liked the rah-rah coaches like the man up like, suck up, let's I, go. I did all that on my own because I knew what I had to do. But if the coach is really inspiring, like genuinely inspiring, uh-huh. I like it. Like Rex Ryan, I think is genuinely inspiring. You know, with other stuff he does, it, it, yeah. it's crazy. But I think but he can still communicate to it. players because yeah. he's a dude. But, yeah, exactly. So it's like I, I like playing for someone that has confidence. You know, it does, your confidence doesn't have to be shown in a certain way for it to be confidence. Right. You just have to have that feeling like, all right, you understand what you're talking about, and I can do what you're asking. Uh, Gary Kiefer says the most hopeless football situation is the Washington football team. Uh, they're very close. <laughs> now, now, Pierre, very is, close. A, Pierre yeah. is a Washington football team fan because, again, as I like to point out, as he pointed out the first time that he and I did a show together, 
They paid me. <laughs> so the Washington football team, things aren't looking great right now, though. That was a nice win last weekend, right? But we will take the victory. Like yeah. That's what gives us hope. We're like, hey, all right, we beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. You know, It's kind of hard for the team to win at home than it is on the, way, on the road. Because on the road, you know all, all things are against you. But at home, you're like, we're supposed to win. Yeah. And they actually did. It's like, all right, it's not the worst situation, but we're, we got potential. We're not showing it every week, but... We yeah, the, we beat the former champions, right? And it happens year in and year out in Washington. Like they'll beat the Ravens, they'll beat, but they'll lose to the Jets or the Giants, and you're like, "What happened?" Mm-hmm. So well, it's not the worst situation, but it's feeling kind of hopeless. They, at least they made the postseason last year. That's the just thing. like the Jets are in their typical position. Washington's in their typical yeah. position yeah. too. But closer to the end of the year, we're hoping that they can. But I can't take Washington seriously as the most hopeless because again, while ownership sucks and it seems like that's just a toxic, toxic work environment there, <laughs> they do have a respectable head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been able to make do with uh, Heineke as their quarterback and Alex Smith and his 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 toothpick leg last year somehow uh and so when you look at washington they at least made the postseason i don't think that's nearly as hopeless as the jets or the lions at all i agree i agree but we just have high hopes for all these teams but you know yeah (laughs) my hopes for the dolphins every year they're no longer high they're just like there (sighs) they're they're there there's actually no like level that i just hey they're gonna play football and that's my hope they they made some changes that I was like, Ugh. you know that guy that playmaker Grant. They got rid of yeah, him. Yeah, like he was like explosive. Like yeah. he changed the game around in one putt return. Pierre, like, yeah. you'll appreciate this. Also, Jakeem Grant had hands made out of cinder blocks. Okay, <laughs> he had explosive abilities. I didn't watch every game he played it, but I remember he he has what well, his legs were great. Unfortunately, like were. yourself, he was a wide receiver. And his hands it's, were made of bricks. He would have. He would overcame that. He yes, would've, he would have overcame that. But how? By taping pillows to his hands? They, By sticking his know, hands in glue? How would he have overcome that? You have to Pierre? realize what you're not good at and practice it. If you're a receiver, how can you not be good at catching the ball? I didn't make it this far. Uh, well, guys drop passes every day, Pierre, you every some, week. You know, you have the softest, some of the softest, most succulent hands and, in and NFL I have history. Problems catching the ball in the beginning of my career because you were Believe nervous. It or not, Guys are, nervous on, guys are nervous on Sundays. What, what, what year do you consider a veteran after your first year? No, like year three. <laughs> you also had Peyton Manning throwing oh, you. Oh, that's what made it worse when you dropped ne- the pass. I'm sure. That's how you learned. <laughs> oh, yeah, not during the game you don't learn. <laughs> you learn and then in the play. locker room, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, youngster, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Summertime off work season workouts. You're in the front of the junk machine. <laughs> you learn. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. What What is the most hopeless football situation? Is it the Jets? That's what I think. Is Detroit? That's what Pierre thinks. Is it the Washington football team? No. Is it any other team in the SEC, not Alabama? What is the most hopeless football situation? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I saw Dr. Jim Reardon last night. FAU Miami College Basketball. The Owls fall by two at the buzzer uh, after coming back from 16 down. What a game last night. But I saw Dr. Jim Reardon there at the Burrow, and uh, he, he's just awesome. And he's all around campus. He's so 
well respected, and a lot of it is because uh, he has led the FAU MBA Sport Management Program now for 22 years, and he has sent hundreds of students into the sports industry. I mean, it is, it's hard to fully describe what your MBA in sport management from FAU uh, truly does because it, it has a cachet. If an employer sees that and you're looking to get into the sports industry, you're automatically going to be in a great spot because employers know in sports, whether it's pro teams, whether it's college athletic programs, whether it's local sports commissions, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program is putting the best out there. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. If you have ever wanted to work in sports, I'm telling you, this is the route you have to take. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. What is the most hopeless football situation? And when we come back, what should stadiums and arenas actually be named after? He's Pierre Garcon, John I. Leonard. We need them to name their football stadium (laughs) after Pierre Garcon. Christina Costanza, she's here as well. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. I want to be clear about something. I want my team to be good. I could not care less about what the name of the stadium I'm in is, okay? Just period, exclamation point, I don't care. Just win games. Ken Levick alive, Pierre Garcon hanging out with us on this Wednesday. Tina Costanza, she'll be back on the home team leader today with Josh and Dean. Got you until 1 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. The Staples Center in L.A., Mm -hmm. home of the Lakers and the Clippers, going to have a new name for the next 20 years oh man so staples is gone crypto.com crypto.com arena is the new name of staples center your initial thoughts on that pierre it's it's surprising it hasn't flown yet like it doesn't flow with me yet like staple is like a part of our identity as america you know but crypto.com I guess it's part of the future. It didn't yeah. change. But we, you'll we get used to it, I feel like. like. They'll come up with a catchy nickname. They'll call it like, The Crypt or something yeah, like that. they will. That's normal. Like, Staples Center, because I saw so much of this discourse on Twitter earlier this morning. Ugh, corporate names are terrible on, on arenas and stadiums. What do you think Staples Center was? <laughs> the reason that you don't think about Staples anymore is because this you don't go don't buy exist. Staples anymore. You don't go buy copy paper anymore you don't do any of that stuff you don't buy printers or ink or anything you don't shop at staples anymore so for you staples center because it's been the name of the arena for the last 20 years you don't recognize that that's a corporate name as well because you I don't understand. buy paper clips yeah yeah and then there's not many staples stores no anymore. when's the last time you walked into it and, and this is I don't no think i've ever walked into fine folks before. at staples but they're not a partner <laughs> so i don't care when is the when's the last time you walked into a staples i don't think i ever walked into a staples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i really don't breaking news pierre garcon has <laughs> no. never ever stepped foot in a staples store before i've been to staples arena many of times <laughs> <laughs> uh, staples center has, has been your uh <laughs> yep yep go have a couple of drinks watch some basketball yeah life is good mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, this is such a social media thing because the amount of hyperventilating that took place after this name 
was released last. Oh, 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 corporate America's ruining everything. This is terrible. What are we going to do now? The Stimble Center, that's one of the oldest, most recognizable names. Mm. Can you do that voice the rest like, of the show, please? Stop. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm hyperventilating. Give me a paper bag. Oh, how am I ever going to handle Crypto.com Arena? The American Airlines Arena, for us Heat fans, it's no longer the American Airlines Arena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's FTX Arena. Guess what that is? Crypto. It's it the is? same thing. I, I they changed that? Yeah, this past year. No, I, I ha- no, I'm not changing it to that. FTX Arena. No, I, I didn't know FTX was crypto. Yeah, yeah, it's a crypto company. Wow, crypto's um, taking but over. You're not a crypto bro. <laughs> man, I only know first down, second down, third down. <laughs> I'm a simple man with simple desires. Crypto's not one of them. Uh, so uh, this is not the end of the world. We all get used to this. This discussion about ah. Uh, Corporate entities on stadiums is miserable. If you don't like it, what should arenas actually be named after? What should arenas and stadiums actually be named after if you don't want companies attached to them? What are you going to do? Just name it after the city? Are you going to name it after an all-time great player of that organization? But what if that stadium has two teams in it, like the Lakers and the Clippers do? What are you going to name it, like uh, Magic Johnson, Chris Paul Stadium? You can't do that. It's dumb. I would rather make money. I would rather make money with multi... And here's the dollar amount on this, uh, Pierre. Crypto.com is paying $700 million over the next 20 years for the naming rights. $700 million. And they're going to use that to renovate the arena. You know who wouldn't be able to give that money and would not be renovating the arena? Magic Johnson. (laughs) Chris Paul. Because they would have their name on it. Naming rights is actually a good, sensible thing if you think about it. But it just might make you feel uncomfortable because it's crypto.com. Are they paying in crypto or are they paying? I had, <laughs> that was a question I had. That's, that's and they're paying in real American dollars. And to me, that's hypocritical. That's if not going. Yeah, they're not going. If you're a crypto company, you're trying to tell people that you're legitimate and you're the money of the future. Yet you buy the naming rights. In cash. With American money, with cash. Tina, make it make trust, sense. I don't trust this company. I don't trust it I don't either. Trust crypto. Something is awry <laughs> right now. I don't Tina, trust crypto. Make this make sense. Explain this to me. Did FTX pay with crypto? Nope. I think it's mm. American dollars. I don't mm. understand crypto. So like, I can't even explain this because I don't understand it. But I feel like obviously the arenas don't accept probably crypto, and that's why they're not paying in crypto. Well, that's exactly why. Yeah. Now, be careful. You can't say they're liars. Be careful because the. To the moon crowd is going to come after you because <laughs> Someone they teach, love okay, their crypto. Okay, to the moon crowd, teach me crypto. I don't understand it. Well, I was... I'm I, with you. I'll I, take that class. Yeah. So here's <laughs> what happened with me. I was sort of poo-pooing crypto when uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski gave that fan that Tom Brady gave the the record-breaking touchdown pass mm-hmm. to. What was it? A 600th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady uh, had it given to a fan in the stands. Uh, well, Tom Brady didn't have it given to a fan in the stands. It ended up in the stands. But in order to get the ball back, Rob Gronkowski chipped in what the Bucks were giving the fan in exchange for the ball, and it was one Bitcoin. And I was like, who gives a damn? Like, one Bitcoin? But then I saw that it was worth $60,000 in American money. So you cash that in. I always thought like crypto was just a thing, and you couldn't cash it in for actual money. But it turns out, oh, hell, you can. So now my, I still don't understand it. But I respect it a lot more because I want $60,000. <laughs> I want one Bitcoin. So the crypto is like a certificate and you sell it? Kind of. It's kind of <laughs> like a, you're trading in a money certificate. <laughs> it's sort of like a pawn shop. And then you turn in the crypto and you get money. So they didn't buy the 
arena naming right mm-hmm, for, for that crypto. much crypto. No, if you're converting it to sixty thousand one Bitcoin, yeah, it's yeah. like a a thousand seven hundred million. Yeah, yeah, seven hundred <laughs> like million in Bitcoin is yeah. See, like I don't get that. You said one Bitcoin was sixty thousand dollars. Like, what is ten thousand dollars in a Bitcoin? Uh oh, I'm just, telling you. See, I don't Uh-oh. understand Uh-oh. all of this. It's like a hundred Bitcoins they bought the naming rights. For. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, what is go. it? And just, just now we put the value yeah. on. Let it accrue to the moon. If you say to the moon, then that's how you do deals in crypto world. You say to the moon. You're like, oh, awesome. Hell yeah, I'm glad we did business together. But be careful, Tina, because now you're starting to besmirch. Merch, crypto. No, I don't understand crypto. You're gonna have some angry to the moon. Silicon Don't Valley types. Come on, some angry moon. Silicon Valley types are gonna be reaching out to you on Twitter and I just finding want your a address. That says I have a Bitcoin. Really? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm waiting for that certificate. It's like a. It's like a warranty deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you have a Bitcoin coming? No, I don't. I, oh. I want one so oh, I you can learn one. more about it. Oh, okay. I'm with Tina, like I don't know nothing at all. I I have no idea either, except I know that it's worth a lot of money and it can't hurt to have a a, a Sh- Bitcoin. Show me the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny you money. brought up like, did they pay for the naming rights in, <laughs> in crypto? Because I thought the same thing. And no, it's um, uh, it's actual cash, actual cash money. What should they be naming arenas or stadiums after if it's not going to be corporate entities? Tell me, because if it's if it's not something that is pliable with your senses, what should they name arenas after? Tell me what you would be more comfortable with. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Uh, when you go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and you buy an automobile, it's going to be with, well, American currency. Uh, I, I suppose cash. Uh, I paid for it in credit. Uh, I pay monthly with credit and that's what they do at greenway kia west palm beach it's where i got my kia k5 gt and uh, they are they're, they're looking out for you because they're going to come up with uh, monthly payment plans that work for you and uh, I, I know that sometimes buying a car is dicey because you're definitely like man can i it, can I on a month-to-month basis handle this? And, man, my credit's not good. I have been there. I have lived it. I just recently have no longer had to live in the hell that is bad credit. So it took me, you know, well into my 30s to figure that out. At Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they have your back. They have a credit clinic on site, bank reps on site, looking out for you so you can get the dependable Kia you're looking for. That is Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. What should we be naming arenas after if it's not going to be corporations that give you millions upon millions of dollars? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. He's Pierre Garcon, NFL legend. He gave me some compression socks today, and I damned appreciate it. <laughs> Christina Costanz, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Ken Lavica Live, ESPN 106. Don't forget to check out the Ken Lavica Live podcast wherever you get your podcast. It is free, and you can subscribe to it as well. Get it right to your tablet, right to your device every day. The Ken Levick Alive podcast again, wherever 
you get your podcast. Tomorrow we have Thursday Night Football, and I, uh, I'm i not surprised by this, but Devin McCourty, he mm-hmm. had some thoughts on playing Sunday and then having to come back and play Thursday. Something I know, Pierre Garcon, you did in your career. Just yeah. how much does it does it suck? <laughs> it's it's tough, but you know you have to remember we have practices on Thursdays as well. But yeah, it is depending on the later time of the year. It is it becomes you know your body don't recover as fast sure. as early on in the year. But you know the NFL. Wants that spotlight. They love it. Because here's the quote from Devin McCourty. Mm -hmm. Quote, quite frankly, it sucks to play Sunday and then have to play again Thursday. But you push through and you look at the next break that you're going to get as a 10-day break. you got to push through mentally and continue to tell yourself that and go out there and try and play a good game. There's two teams going through the same thing. It'll come down to who out-prepares each other. Now, because it's Twitter, as you'd imagine, the comments, not great. And they're ripping (laughs) apart Devin McCourty. I don't think there's anything unreasonable about that at all. What is Twitter saying? Uh, just so, so here's, here's this tweet from A. Matthews. Imagine working not just Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then occasionally weekends. It sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's trying to make it like it's no big deal. It sucks. I mean, that is, that, and then Jumbo Elliott tweets, it really does, but you get a nice weekend after. How nice is that weekend after a Thursday night game? Depending how the results uh-huh. are. Exactly. <laughs> if there's a win, all right, it was perfect. If there's a loss, like we should have never played. <laughs> we weren't ready. I actually love the new segment we're going to do called Pierre Replies to Sports <laughs> Tweets so that we can actually get insight from someone who played the sport. By the I, way, Archbishop... I have Michael, valuable information. <laughs> I may know a thing or two. Valuable. Uh, Archbishop Michael in response to Devin McCourty saying mm. it sucks to go from Sunday to playing Thursday. Imagine playing baseball or basketball or hockey where you play multiple games in a row in different cities. You don't hear any of those players complaining. Man up or get out, Devin. I wish I saw a school play of yours. You probably <laughs> were so good in drama class. I was. I, didn't, I was not in drama club. Okay. I was in plays and acted, but I did not go into drama club. I want to make that abundantly clear. No drama club for this guy, okay? I wasn't a dork. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Clay, good. Uh, hey, you're, uh, Pierre, Archbishop <laughs> yes. Michael says you're not as tough as hockey players or baseball players. Hey, we didn't ask to be as tough as no. them. We just asked to be football players and wish that we didn't have to play on Thursday night sometimes. Hey, Archbishop Michael, you get your ass <laughs> on the field. See how that feels, okay? <laughs> you know? I, I got your back, Pierre. I'll try to talk him for you. You know, some things you pay attention to, some things you yeah. don't. Pierre's too nice. Like, I'll be Pierre's spokesperson when it comes to... Uh, Let to, him know the reality of yeah, the Yeah, okay, hey, listen up. Papa Ken's got something to say. Pierre, you tell him. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let's check in with our good friend Pat Lawler, sports agent for 20 years and represented some of the biggest names in the NFL, including Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthew. And he is with Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. That is wanttolawyerup.com wanttolawyerup.com. He is a sports law and sports agent insider here on Ken Levicka Live. Pat, how are you? Say hello to Pierre Garcon, please. Hello, Pierre. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing, Pat? <clears throat> Hanging in there. Uh, yeah. A little too much screaming from the game last yeah, night, Yeah, so uh, Pat was at, uh, was at FAU in Miami last night. Miami a 68-66 win. Tough loss. FAU didn't shoot free throws well, but what a, uh, what a battle from, uh, from FAU last night, huh? 
Oh, man, that was truly exciting. I mean, they, they came out and they battled, and that was great to see. Yeah, it really, truly was. And so we've been talking about hopeless football situations <laughs> and all of this from the Jets, who have named Joe Flacco uh, their uh, late-signing veteran. It's not Zach Wilson. It's not Mike White, who were they pumped about two weeks ago. It's, it's Joe Flacco to play against the Dolphins Sunday. This coming off of Robert Sala getting a whole bunch of trash from Rex Ryan in national media, from Keyshawn Johnson in national media. Uh, the, the Jets, are they the most hopeless situation in football period right now? Uh, them and the Lions, but uh, sadly, Ken, the Dolphins, I love them to death, but God, how many years have they been hopeless? Every year. But presently... It's the Jets and Lions. Me growing up in right outside the city, I was a Jets fan. Richard Todd and Shea, and they can't get out of their own way. Bring back Rex Ryan. Bring back Mark Sanchez. <laughs> butt, butt fumble. We need it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Zach Wilson, you're his agent right now. Uh, your number two overall pick that you represent. This will now be a fourth straight week you don't play. You're available. Uh, you're able to go, and instead Joe Flacco is going to start. Uh do you communicate with the head coach? Do you communicate with the, the, the front office? What are you telling Zach Wilson right now? Uh, pretty much just talking to the front office. Usually stay away from the coaches. Pierre knows. You stay out of their way. Uh, just uh, finding out their, their thoughts. But I don't think it's a bad thing. We've seen too many quarterbacks in the first round come out and uh, struggle the first year and never recover. And then being the number two pick and the money they put in, uh, it's a learning experience. I mean, just look at the Jets. I mean, Wilson saw, uh, struggles. Uh, Mike White comes in great, and then he struggles. So uh, get the veteran in there, and maybe they can learn from him. It's a long career he hopefully has up there. I think Zach Wilson could be his top-level quarterback, but just let him learn the system and, and take his time. See, Pat, Pierre's giving me a side-eye right now because he basically said the same thing at the, the onset of the show, that, yeah, you want Zach Wilson to get reps, but uh, what causes you to lose confidence is not necessarily sitting and learning. It's taking L's on the field. Do you agree with that? And absolutely. I mean, not only that, but just L's and bruises. <laughs> I mean, look how much we struggled so far with Tua down here with injuries. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, 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 it's something that he has to learn how to be that NFL quarterback. And there are very few. It's a rare error to have somebody who's top level. Everybody wants them, but there's very few to get to that level. So um, some it took a while. Aaron Rodgers, how many years was he behind Brett Favre? Sure. You know, before he finally got an opportunity. And even, uh, you know, Brett Favre himself kicked out of Atlanta. And uh, so on and so forth. Uh, there's some quarterbacks like Marino and Aikman and that. who well, Aikman was 1-16, and look where he ended up. Yeah, it's just the patience is really thin compared to, to previous eras. But the way things are going between Pierre and Pat, it's just going to be Pierre Garcon <laughs> live with Ken Levicka. That's how we're just going to frame this here. Uh, here on ESPN 106.3, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, our sports agent and sports law insider here on Ken Levicka Live. I want to talk about what's going on at Miami right now. Blake James is out. The search is on for a new athletic director. What do you think the next few weeks look like with still a college football season and an incumbent head coach on the sideline uh, here with Miami, uh, but no AD? How are the next few weeks going to look? Very difficult. Um, based on, I think they may get somebody hired as soon as possible. That's where Manny has difficulties because, as you know, a new AD comes in. He didn't hire him. Nope. Uh, and they've got early signing literally two and a half, two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, commitments, and then February, 
Uh, if he's going to come in, he's going to retain Manny. I think he's, if a new guy comes in, he might retain him for another year just for stability to get through the signing period. But you never know because if he if he comes in or they fire Manny, a lot of commits are going to leave. A lot of guys transfer portal, and Miami's going to be worse off than ever. But I think the university is, is looking at it. It's internal. It looks like they're going to do an internal group to do a national search. Sometimes they may go outside to a a search uh, search group, but um, – I think they need to do it quickly. Mandy, yeah, yeah, there you go. He, so Pierre, Pierre has his guy at Iowa State that he wants. Uh, he wants Matt Campbell to come down to Miami, who I did see rumored. Oh. Yeah, and, and so Pierre's Pierre was beating that drum yesterday. I saw him rumored for Virginia Tech. Pierre, he's getting offers. Yeah, <laughs> so he's getting. I'm offers. pretty sure Pierre is his agent right now. Pierre has an outright set about. I think Pierre might be Matt Campbell's agent right now. Actually, uh, trying to do his pat job. <laughs> Pierre, you get Pierre go down there and do the AD. You know uh, South Florida better than anybody. I, hey, I can tell him where to recruit the guys from. Belglade has a lot of players. Really yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pierre will do it pro bono. I'm gonna say go to go to Belglade. Okay, we need Miami to be good. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, uh, I, I also want to ask you about the Miami assistant coaches, and we saw it when Lane left Florida Atlantic. But it was obviously a much different situation. But the writing's on the wall. Manny Diaz is going to go sooner rather than later. You're an assistant coach on that staff. What are you doing with your agent right now? Because you don't want to be unemployed for long. Um, you're going back to some of the contacts you had in the past, and obviously um, you have the uh, National Coaches Convention in January in San Antonio, which is a great spot. But you need to lay the foundation now of teams looking and not have to wait till then. So there's be uh, backdoor deals, talks going on, where to go. Uh, you know, if he doesn't win the next couple games, it's a given he's going to be gone. So they need to start locking in and just kind of hitting their contacts. He would be interested. Uh, um, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's such a tough situation. You feel badly because there's families involved, and it, the whole thing just sucks. Now, Pierre, would you be a wide receivers coach uh, in college football? Would you consider no, that? it takes too much time for recruiting. I love my free time now. <laughs> Pierre's like, I put in that NFL life. I, I want nothing to do with no. the time commitment of college football <laughs> coaching. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, Matt Campbell. <laughs> Sorry, he's not going to be on your staff. You got a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll show you where the nice restaurants are, but I'm not going to be the wide receivers coach. Uh, one final thing here, Pat. Again, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. They've got your back in all your personal injury matters. That's Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Uh, Staples Center is now going to be Crypto.com Arena out in L.A. This is one of the most expensive naming rights deals of all time. $700 million over 20 years. How are naming rights fees negotiated? For as much as they can get. <laughs> Pretty, <much. laughs> Pretty serious. I mean, if you made a good point. I was listening that nobody really cares the name, what the name of the center is. Um, and a lot of these places just have it there just for name only, but those who do crypto.com, because like FTX is new, mm -hmm. and if they do a lot of cross, you couldn't have a better arena than Staples, in my opinion. It's uh, exposing crypto to those who have a ton of money, i.e. athletes, entertainers, movie moguls, uh, those people. There's not a better spot besides New York City, but New York City is different because it's so spread out. The Staples Center is a great naming, and FTX down here in Miami. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't know. Follow crypto that much? I looked them up. I mean, you throw Matt Damon in as your uh, spokesperson with a bunch of guys in flight suits. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're selling. They're selling it, man. But I mean, 
the, the building and the location sells itself, Ken. I mean, you saw what happened at FAU when they tried to go with the Geo Group. You can't just go with any company because <laughs> there's controversy. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's basically as much as you can get, Ken. That's it. That's the negotiation. Well, speaking of that, real quick, uh, because FTX Arena, the home of the Heat, 19-year agreement for $135 million, those naming rights. This is 20 years for $700 million. How is Staples Center so vastly more valuable with naming rights than what the Heat got and what the city of Miami got for FTX Arena? We're talking almost $600 million difference and a one-year difference in the agreement. Well, I think the fact Miami should have got more, but also I think the location of crypto is a company out of Asia, and, you know, they're close out there in sure. California. And there, the, you know the, the Asian community out there with Mackay and the gambling and taking chances on all types of crazy stuff. They've got a great synergy between the, uh, the Asian world and over in that area and the, uh, the Americas here to try and promote this company in crypto. Yeah. Uh, all I could say is I would get a, a letter of credit for $700 million put in the bank. Because I don't know where crypto's going. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just so much unknown. But don't be like Christina, please, Pat, where you're ripping apart the crypto community, okay? I am not. I she just don't know anything. She was very disrespectful. I don't know anything about them. Hey. I'm trying to learn. Hey, Ken, I'll take a, I'll take a Bitcoin from, from Gronk any day. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, Pat and I are on the same page with that. Pat, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Okay, guys. All right, guys, have a great day. All right, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. They have decades of trial experience, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's an automobile accident, a boating accident, a cycling accident. You have a personal injury matter, it can be scary because you don't know where to turn. And let's be clear, there are a lot of people that just want to take advantage of you and try and make a buck off of you. That's not Pat Lawler. That's not Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Want to make sure they can represent you and get you the compensation you deserve. That's Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Free consultation at wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. One quick break. Come back. We'll wrap it up with Pierre Garcon, Tina Costanza. She's on the home team at 3. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Hey, uh, Pierre Garçon, real quick. I just want to read you another tweet with people ripping Devin McCourty for uh, being unhappy that he played Sunday and then Thursday, okay? Um, Paid in full... He tweets, it sucks. I make $17 an hour. Stop complaining making $10 million a year. SMH. How do you respond to that, Pierre? Man, unfortunately, you're making $17 an hour. Unfortunately, (laughs) Unfortunately, that's 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 your life. That's what he seems to be upset about. That's his problem. That's not not Devin McCourty or Pierre Garçon's problem. Oh, that was the perfect response. Sorry, bro. It's not my fault you're making $17 an hour. Uh, Kendall Vick alive with Pierre Garçon, who's keeping it real today here on ESPN 1. 063. Uh, real quick, want to tell you about EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They have all your AC matters taken care of, all your plumbing matters taken care of as well. They are versatile. EDS Air Conditioning will help you if the AC has completely crapped out, if it's on its way to shutting down, or you try to turn it on after being gone out of South Florida for a couple of months, headed north for the summer. You come back down and 
it won't turn on anymore. That's really, really tough. That is really, really unfortunate. And so then that is where at EDS Air Conditioning, they will come in and they've been doing it since 2006. They're going to fix you up. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning and edsairconditioning.com. Pierre, awesome stuff. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate it. And I love our news segment. (laughs) Pierre Garcon goes after sports Twitter trolls. It's good it's just good I like stuff it. i like pierre it. garcon again uh nfl legend john i leonard legend uh i believe he'll be back at some point unless oh, yeah. you're traveling forever again part of the things that i love to do that's right that's right because pierre's got his own time and it's why he's not going to be a college football coach thanks to pierre garcon christina costanza stone the i'm ken levica and i've been live on espn 106.3 bye-bye